Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning. Hoping all's well with you out there today, as always. Today's a video episode. Uh, if you're listening, you can still follow along, no worries. But if you feel like it, check it out on YouTube. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about something that is basically in all the Kratom social media, and it's, you know, what people are talking about in general. And it's a case involving a 23-year-old uh, guy who passed away last December, and his parents are filing a bunch of lawsuits against um, the Kratom industry, basically. Organizations, individuals, um, some vendors... And they are alleging that their son died directly from and only from taking Kratom, uh, specifically this black liquid Kratom extract shot thing. And um, and so I just, you know, to set the record straight and clear right off the bat, I always want to give the benefit of the doubt to people who have just lost a family member and are trying to get to the bottom of it and they're saying Kratom did it and Kratom's involved. Um, I don't really see myself as being someone who has a right to be like, no, you are wrong, you know, and especially because I lost my brother this past year around the same time, actually, and he was addicted for, you know, over 10 years to opiates and ended up taking his own life because of uh, relapse. And so um, I feel for family members who are in this position and, you know, all I can say is I'm so sorry and I'm not trying to prove anyone wrong here, but I am trying to point something out that I don't think people are really pointing out here, and I think it's important. So let's do it. Um, when I looked at this case, something that I realized right away is that although there are no other illegal drugs or alcohol found in their son's system, these parents also mentioned in, in the report they filed for this lawsuit that their son had only, in addition to Kratom, hydroxyzine, which is an antihistamine, and cetolopram, which is an antidepressant. And both of those things stuck out to me more than anything else about this. Like, this, I think, is the new thing that we should be all talking about when it comes to, is Kratom dangerous? Because honestly, at this point, it's hard for me to, to, to say that I've seen any evidence that Kratom is dangerous on its own. Out of the 150-some-odd cases that the CDC says Kratom was involved in a death, 90 of them say that it is the main cause of death. And then out of those 90, there's only seven where officially on paper that it's the only substance. And then in the reports, the CDC says, actually, we can't rule out the fact that there might have been other drugs and more testing is needed. And that, in combination with something that I found last year uh, when I was doing some research into this sort of thing, Colorado. There was a study done in Colorado, uh, and I'm sharing all these things, and the links to these resources are in the description of this podcast, so you can always go check these out yourself and, uh, and you know, check that I'm sourcing the information correctly. But there is this study in Colorado that says deaths in Colorado attributed to Kratom, and it looked at all the deaths, 15 in total, between 1999 and 2017. Okay? 
And what I had found, I did an episode on this before. A lot of these, which were ruled Kratom deaths, you end up finding that autopsy number one, autopsy number two, different testing, found subsequently more substances in most of these cases in the bodies of the people who had passed away. And there's this really nifty chart that, um, again, you can go check this out yourself. Um, there's a few of these cases where there's no illegal drugs that were found in those follow-up testing, uh, toxicology testing reports. And what stuck out to me when I did the episode on this Colorado thing is that there seemed to be something about cetylopram or antidepressants and then antihistamines. So listen to this or look at this, depending on how you're tuning in today. One of the ones that says that this person died from Kratom, 2015 case, they're Kratom positive. Another, you know, uh, follow-up test found that there was fentanyl. But then if you look at other drugs identified through the comprehensive testing that this study conducted, they also found, among two other things, including THC, diphenhydramine, okay, Benadryl. There's another one. Uh, oxycodone was, you know, found in addition to kratom, but also fluoxetine, which is uh, antidepressant, and you know, not to mention also ephedrine. <laughs> um, you know, keep going down. There's more. There's more. And then there's two others. One, diphenhydramine, among many other substances. And then the one that stumped me. This is the one case, and I've always said this, been completely consistent here, I have to say. And I'm, I'm, I might not be a consistent person in general when it comes to like what I think about Creighton because my thoughts change sometimes. This is the one thing that I pointed out right after I read this study, and I'm like, I gotta, we got to watch this, okay? 2016 case somebody died from kratom the only other substance found in their body the, the first follow-up test and the second follow-up test found nothing and then this comprehensive final follow-up test for the study found only one other thing in their body okay cetylopram cetylopram um what is it called i think it's called selexa maybe people know it by that name cetylopram it's an antidepressant this freaked me out because I know a lot of people who use Cetylopram and and um, I even had it prescribed to me for a little while way back when I wasn't I didn't even know about Kratom at the time and it didn't work out for me I was done with it after like a month or two but um, or a few months sorry but uh, but this freaked me out because it's like anybody could be using Cetylopram and not you know, be thinking about the fact that maybe it interacts with Kratom or Kratom interacts with that. And how weird is it that every single follow-up study done, there was nothing else found. Like, this is the best case that I've found to support the, the idea that Kratom can kill someone in and, of the, in and of itself. But even this case showed Cetylopram. And so when I finished that episode, I said towards the end, this is something we need to watch out for. Because I'm not someone who's a crazy proponent of Kratom, just like I'm not an opponent of Kratom. I'm not going to sit here and say, Kratom is super safe no matter what, and it's never the cause of death. No, I'll never say that. We don't know that. And this person, th these parents, they have a pretty compelling case that their son died from Kratom. 
However, there's two other aspects here. The antidepressant one, which caught me off guard and, and that it immediately made me think of the study. I had to go find it again. Citalopram. Here's the other thing. Again, source is linked in the description of this episode. Just last week, I did an episode on antihistamines. And specifically pointing out this article, Wake Up Call, Allergy Medications May Play a Deadly Role in the Opioid Epidemic, CDC Study Suggests. Okay, this is from the CDC, okay? And what they've been finding is that out of the around 92,000 drug overdose deaths between 2019 and 2020, at least 18%, at least 18% involved or tested positive for antihistamines more than 71 percent of those included benadryl diphenhydramine okay so that is crazy and if you think about this um i i've got a calculator here and for everyone who's watching you can double check my math right so if they're saying in the other article where the parents are saying that Kratom killed their son and that Kratom is playing a major role in this epidemic, I guess. Um, let's let's check the case number. They've said that 90 cases had been considered the cause of death, right? But then in only seven of those, Kratom was the only substance found. Let's run with that number and assume that that's correct, even though, I, like I said, there's more to it than that. So... How do we do it, kids? Seven divided by 92,000 times 100. 0.0076%. If you look at antihistamines, it's 90 deaths, okay, involved antihistamines as the sole drug in, in that year, 2019, 2020, overdose deaths a little fewer than 0.1% of those deaths involved only antihistamines which means you can die from only taking antihistamines okay CDC saying right here you can die from only antihistamines right while more than 82% of the deaths co-involved opioids okay so we're talking about 16,000 deaths involving antihistamines, 90 deaths were only antihistamines, and then most of them, 82%, involved other opioids. When you do the math for Kratom, you're getting 0.0076%. If that figure of seven you know, deaths only involving Kratom is correct, which again, I must state, the CDC itself has said that they haven't been able to rule out other drugs involved, okay? I'm not, like, touting this, you know, to be like, woo-woo, Kratom rocks. It's just, it's literally what they said. CDC says that. But they're all they're openly saying that 90 people have died because of only antihistamines. So let's put these two things together. And I think this is really hitting home to... This is coming to my point here today, everybody. I will never say to any set of parents or any family members, especially after my own experience with my brother dying, that they're wrong and that Kratom didn't play a role in someone's death in their family. And here, I think it's quite clear Kratom did. I'm... I mean... 
I think it's pretty obvious that it that it probably played a role, right? I mean, there's only three substances here. None of them are illegal drugs. One of them's a prescription and one of them's an antihistamine. But at the same time, I have to... I can't not point this out. Like, I haven't seen anyone talking about this. Antihistamines have been involved in opioid deaths and also kill people on their own more than Kratom has been found to. And the one case that I can find where Kratom is the only substance in someone's body other than one other substance that's not an illegal drug, it was Cetalopram. And a lot of those other cases involving diphenhydramine. And this case, these the, the set of parents, their son, died from taking Kratom or Kratom extract shot and then an antihistamine and Cetalopram. I I think Kratom certainly plays a role in this. If not, it could be the main player here. It's not, I don't think, the sole reason why this happened. Because it seems to me that there's something weird going on here between antidepressants, specifically Cetalopram, Kratom, how those two things interact with each other, right? So I'm not taking Kratom out of the equation. I'm saying how those two things interact with each other freaks me out. This is the second time that I've seen this where I'm like, wow, I'm kind of thinking that maybe Cetalopram and Kratom are a deadly combo, and I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, that freaks me out. And then the other thing, the antihistamines, I mean, they're killing people more than Kratom is, even on their own, let alone they're, they're often found in combination with opioids. And so I know that Kratom isn't like, it's not as straightforward to say that Kratom is an opioid. And I've done episodes on that too. <laughs> so you can listen to those if you want. So I'm, not, I'm certainly not saying Kratom is an opioid and end of story. But obviously it's pretty darn similar in some ways it acts on the same receptors in some ways so obviously there's enough overlap with kratom and opioids where it it doesn't seem like a far stretch to me to think that if antihistamines interact poorly or even in a deadly way with some opioids that they might interact poorly or in a bad way with kratom putting all that together i feel like I feel like it needs to be said that two things. One, and this is something that Kratom opponents will probably appreciate, I think that Kratom probably played a pretty big role here, and and I don't think that, that it makes sense to dismiss that. And then for Kratom proponents, it's not the only thing in their son's body, and just because there's nothing illegal found doesn't mean that the two other things found in his body didn't play an equal role in this and and why would anyone not think that like there's those are the three things that have been found and so far all i can find is really sketchy evidence you know that 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 kratom interacts poorly with definitely Cetalopram or probably and then maybe even antihistamines so anyway I'm not trying to stir the pot here or to be like that guy but I just I I feel like it needs to be said and people need to start paying attention so my recommendation to everyone following this episode would be 
again, and I'm going to repeat what I said when I was talking about the citalopram thing the first time. If you take an antidepressant, and specifically citalopram, I would suggest, I'm not a doctor and I'm not in any way saying someone should or shouldn't take any substance here, um, just so we have that out of the way. I would suggest that you don't take Kratom until we learn more about this. That'd be my suggestion, but you know, everybody's got their own agency. And then antihistamine wise, this is just a curveball. I mean, antihistamines are just like antihistamines. Who would have thought that like, you know, an antihistamine would play such a large role in the number of overdose deaths that happen recently. And, and that more antihistamines, you know, or antihistamine deaths have happened than Kratom deaths. Like, per the CDC, more people have died from, like, diphenhydramine, from, from Benadryl, than they have from Kratom. It's, it's, <laughs> I don't know, I think it's pretty wild, and I also think that it's interesting that that CDC study came out just recently about how antihistamines are playing a role, and, and then this comes up again. And the, the final point I want to make is this, and I've made this point with the antihistamine episode I did last week. The, the, this, how do I put this? I think that Kratom should be looked at and researched, and if it's found to be involved in a death, we should really take a critical look at Kratom. But why would we look at it any differently from antihistamines? If we know that antihistamines have killed people directly like 10 times more than we supposedly think Kratom has been the only substance involved, and then you expand that outwards and it's been involved in 16,000 overdose deaths where Kratom has been involved in like 150 or something like that, then, then why would we say we need to ban Kratom but we're not going to ban antihistamines? I guess that's what I'm trying to say uh, with that point. It's like, if... <laughs> I don't know. It just seems really ridiculous to me. Like, at the reasoning for banning Kratom seems to always fall back on the idea that it is dangerous when mixed with other substances, and then once in a while you get these cases where it seems to be the only substance. But then the CDC puts this thing out saying antihistamines can be deadly on their own, much more so than Kratom, and that it's involved in way more overdoses than Kratom, and it might be playing a role in those overdoses. And the, the, the result, the resulting reaction isn't to, you know, have an upcry and upheaval and say, we need to ban antihistamines. It makes no sense. There's no difference. I mean, like, like wh why wouldn't we treat them the same? If we don't want people to be hurt or injured or pass away, why wouldn't we treat them the same? So anyway, I don't know. I think that both those things are in, are important to point out. The the citalopram part of it and the antihistamine part of it. Again, I'm not saying that this person did or did not die from Kratom directly and only and any of that. But what I am saying is that Kratom plus citalopram plus antihistamines equals I'm not sure. And that's really, I don't know. But it's something that people should be looking at and be careful with. And and I guess the final thing is just I'm sorry again to the family. And um, definitely I feel the pain. So I'm, so I'm sorry to you guys out there. And um, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to leave it there. 
so i hope that you all you know are nice out there if you're on in the internet on twitter facebook wherever you're talking about this stuff reddit be respectful um it's not easy when someone loses someone and uh, especially can't imagine a son i have to think about that about my parents a lot that they lost their son so i know that there's a lot of emotion involved and also there you know there's this weird strange substance that they didn't know anything about until they found their son dead and there's you know this kratom extract stuff there and and you know and then there's like an allergy pill and there's you know his prescription antidepressant medication so obviously kratom did it you know like i think it's a little more complex than that but i also i mean i also completely understand the anger here um i do think that i do think that we shouldn't be jumping to banning something because of it unless this happens a lot more but i do think we should be looking into this seriously and taking a good hard look at how this interacts with antidepressants and antihistamines you know as well as everything else out there so all right that's my two cents i'm gonna leave it there hopefully that was pretty middle of the road and respectful to everybody that's always my goal and um you know keep on keeping on be safe out there all right everybody take it easy we'll be back tomorrow bye bye